Hey everybody, it's time for another Steven Show. Let's do this thing. Yeah, that's right. That's me. That's Steven. That's the show. This is the thing that I do every once in a while when I feel like talking into a microphone all by myself. Myself. That's me. So uh, so anyway, it's been a little while since we've done one of these things, and that's because we've had vacations and babies, you know, stuff like that. Lots of things in the middle, rough weekends, sleepless nights, you know, the same old thing. That, uh, that theme, that brings back memories. That's from Contra. Um, one of the games that you play as a small child when you're like five or six, and then you're like, I'm the best at this game there ever was. And then when you get 30, you go back and you try to play it and you, you die 150 times in the first level. And you're like, I don't care how many Konami cheat codes I put into this thing. I'm not going to make it. I'm not. Um, but that's an oldie, but a goodie. Had a great time with that. So what, what's happened? Let's talk about some things. Let's talk about a few things. Um, like, uh, like Thanksgiving. So that was, the, that was last week. Dude, let me tell you something about Thanksgiving. I love it. I love the turkey. I love the food. I love the family. I'm not so keen on the travel, but, you know, travel's the thing. Like, let me stop. Take two. Uh, back when I was just, it was just me traveling. Like, it was easy. Plus, one thing, I was like 18 to 20 when I was doing most of my 12-hour trips in one in one go. And you just kind of ride along, and it's not really that big of a deal. But when you, when you start hauling uh, baby humans around, that's when things get tricky. Like, that's when hotels aren't as easy as you would hope they would be. So if I have any advice to give to anybody that's like, I just had a baby, or I'm going to have one, and I don't know how we're going to do it, don't stop at a hotel. I don't care if you have to drive 24 hours. Don't stop at a hotel. Ever, for whatever reason. Because you're going to wake up, you're going to get there at like 2 in the morning or 1 in the morning whenever you decided that you needed to get past whatever big city you're going to be going by. Because the key is leaving when the baby's asleep. So you leave when the baby's asleep, you drive until you're nearly ready to collapse, but you have to get past Atlanta because you know if you wake up the next morning and Atlanta is in rush hour traffic, you're not going to have a good time. So you're like, okay, we got to get past Atlanta at the very least. So you do that, and then you get to the hotel you haul all your crap because you have a baby, and you think that it's too much, but then you talk to all your relatives, and they're like, oh, no, we took our whole house with us anytime we went anywhere. And then from there, you're like, oh, okay, we did it right. But you take all your stuff, you unpack the things, the pack and play, the diaper stuff, everything you've got. You put your baby down in it, but he's been up so long because it took you so long to figure out how to get the stupid thing put back together that he's like, I'm awake. I don't know what your guys' problem is. I don't want to go to sleep. This place smells weird. And you end up not sleeping anyway. So you plunk down a bunch of money for your Hampton Inn, and you don't really sleep anyway. And it just makes everything frustrating. And the old lady downstairs, who's as sweet as she could be, but just, you know, she tries to grab your baby, and you're like, I'm not comfortable with this, but you seem sweet. And then she makes him cry because she's just a different person. That that happens. So you have, you have an eventful morning. But all in all, man, that was uh, that was a great trip uh, to, to Alabama, to my, my homeland, the heart of Dixie. The land of cotton. Old times there are not forgotten. I get that every time I say that, I get that song stuck in my head. Uh, but it was it was a great time. Got to see some really good family. Got to take Sam to see his uh, his great grandmother, which was awesome because I I love my grandma. She's the best thing ever, and uh, just seeing her hold him is just that's that's cool. There's something special about that. 
I got to see family I never usually get to see. I got to play with my cousin's little boy and his his daughter, and they are sweet as they can be. They were so much fun. So it was just it was a good trip. It was a good trip. I got to work on a, a fence for a minute, which is typical for any time I'm within a, a certain radius from my dad. I'll be working on a fence, which is not a complaint. I was I really enjoyed that. That was a good time. So because I'm I'm weird and I enjoy I don't know hard labor it wasn't hard. It was fun. Which put some electrical stuff up. But anyway, that was a great time. So that's that's where I've been. That's what I've been. That's where I was the last couple couple weeks. Um, but now I'm back. Now I'm back trying to do some stuff. And one of those things, this this whole Twitch thing, like I, I know if you've known me for more than five minutes, you know I am obsessive to the max. Like I get on something and I can't I can't get away from it. I don't my brain is consumed completely by these things, by these little like these things I want to do. And I'm it's it's harder now. Because there's stuff that I want to do that I don't have time to do. And I think that's the biggest challenge that I've been dealing with is I want to do stuff, don't have time to do any of it, anything anything related to it, get excited about it, and then feel trapped in this space of like so pumped to try these things I'm reading about or to do these new projects and I don't have the time to do them. So unfortunately for friends of mine, they have to deal with me talking about it because it's the only way I know to, to get past it to cope. Cope's probably the wrong word, but it it's a word that I can use, and uh, and that's that's tough because there's there's stuff that I've been wanting to do with uh, with horseshoes and hand grenades, and with our new um, little podcast network type deal that we're trying to build, um, and I, you know it's it's been a secret, but I it's been two months or so since we we came up with it and we requested a, the the art so we could really brand it well. Um, but me and Ashley are hard at work on trying to, trying to make more content and trying to deliver better content and do really cool stuff, um, under a, under a a particular flag so that everything we do can be found in one place, you know, um, like Horseshoes and Hand Grenades, obviously the flagship show, the number one show, the show that we, we, that means the most to us. And then we got these new projects, um, especially since she met Jacob, that dude is creative as all get out. So Jacob, if you listen to this, man. Uh, it's been it's been fantastic all the things you brought to the table um, with these different projects and these different things we want to do, especially in regards to the Twitch streaming. Oh my goodness! Um, but yeah, so I've just been <laughs> this. I, I by no means expect this to blow up in a week, <clears throat> or even a year, or maybe even two years or three years. It, it's not something you you just walk into, especially when there's stuff that's already well established. It's doing great, um, but there's things that I think that we bring to the table as a group that other people don't have. I've, so I've been watching a lot of streamers, and I've seen a lot of top streamers, and I don't know, I'm trying to figure out what draws people to them, like what, what makes people want to watch them. There's one guy in particular that I started watching that is the most positive, friendly, like engaged with his community constantly, has a really good framework set up for all of his stuff, and he's fun to watch, and I get it. Like, I'm watching this guy play, but I'm watching him play games, but... It's less about that, and it's more about how much fun he has talking to people. And I fell into it because I started playing Fallout, or I started. I wanted to decide if <laughs> I'll take two. Uh, I wanted to figure out if I actually wanted to buy Fallout Four, which is the big game. If you're not a gamer, this is kind of irrelevant to you, but it's a big game that came out recently, and I, I couldn't get into Fallout Three, which is the last one. And I was like, you know what? Now that Twitch is out there, I'll just watch people play Fallout Four. Found this guy, and like I'm dude knows what he's doing and I've enjoyed watching him and even when he moved on to a new game I've still enjoyed 
you know, turning him on while I'm doing other stuff and watching the watching the stream, watching what he's got going on because he's so cool with his his uh, his followers and everything. So I was like, I was like, that guy's awesome. So and then I started looking at other top streamers, and I can't figure out for the life of me, like what makes people want to watch them because there's a few people I get on there and I'm like, okay, I'll watch this dude play like Diablo or something, and they're they're either they swear a lot or they're generally awkward or there's like a negative edge to them. And I don't, I don't know how to pinpoint why it's there, but like if, if I get on somebody's stream and within five seconds, I hear somebody yelling, you know, effing S bomb or whatever like that. I just, I, I can't, I can't do it. Like you immediately make me want to turn the channel and it's not, I don't think it's the swearing. I think it's because I know you're going to overuse it. Um, cause the guy I really like, he swears from time to time, but it's not the, it's not constant. And I think I just get, I, I get tired of it. Um, and it, it, it bothers me cause I know there's just so many people that are, that are eating that up. And to me, it, it's, it's a negative. And uh, I think that's, that's, it kind of just brings me down. So I'm looking at these, I'm like, these guys are just doing that where like me and Ashley get on a podcast and banter. And I, I think it's pretty fun. Like if any of you guys out there don't, don't think we're fun or have differing opinions, like I'd love to hear them. I would love to know, you know, rather than just assuming that we're great at what we're doing, because we can, we think we're pretty good. And if if you think there's things that we could do better, I'm always open to that. Even with this show, I mean, if you think there's stuff that you're just like Stephen, this is a you're you're just you're not. It might be good for you, but it's not as entertaining for everybody else. Like that would be handy to know. And I'm not really this show. To be fair, isn't really for for your entertainment. I mean, it is, but but for the most part, it's for me, because uh, I don't I don't get to talk about a lot of a lot of stuff that I'm excited about, and if I can share it with you guys, that's something that means that means something to me. So him, I just I just want to share. So what this all what this all comes down to is I would like to share. So anyway, getting into this this Twitch thing, I've been doing a lot of work, um, figuring some stuff out, and and some of it's led me into techie directions. Like I want to stand up a new community forum for everybody. And we've done that in the past and haven't really been super successful with standing that up. It's never really taken off. But that, you know, I had I think I think we can I think we can do it. I think it just takes more effort than we ever put in before. So we're gonna do that. But one cool thing that led me to is a website called letsencrypt.org. So if you're into web stuff at all or building websites and things like that, you know there's a big push for Every website to have HTTPS, which is secure, HTTP secure. So meaning that your your stuff between you and that server is encrypted and you authenticate who that person is. So you know that that website is who, who they say they are, which is important when you're doing credit card transactions, stuff like that, but also when you're just logging into something because your password's being sent across the internet. Well, until a couple days ago, there was a in order to get a certificate, which is the thing that says I am who I say I am, and this entity says that this is true, that, that the connection you're making is trusted, that costs a ton of money. Um, so the, what they are is SSL certs, uh, or cert- certificates, and and what, like, you can get them from places like VeriSign, stuff like that. You'll see, you know, anytime you go to a website and you've got the green lockbox up in the corner of your URL bar, that's that's what you're looking for. And, uh, and they cost like $100, $150, just an enormous amount of money. So I went looking for one because we've got a website that you're going to be able to log into in the future. And I was like, I want that to be encrypted. I want people to know that when they put it, put in their password, it's safe. So 
I go, I go to this, uh, I go to, I go looking for it. I'm like a hundred bucks. No way. So I find a place called let's encrypt.org. And that's thanks to, uh, my buddy, Chris in Durham. He's at Chris in Durham on Twitter. His blog referenced it, which was awesome. So you basically just go there, you pull down an application to your server, you run it and boom, you've got a certificate, a good certificate. And it's, it's, it's approved. It's awesome. And it was done. The entire process took two minutes, and I had a free certificate, and the website is now HTTPS. $150 if I wanted to do that from somebody else. 150 And there was no reason for it to be that high. There was no reason for it to even cost money. The only thing was, the only people offering the ability to encrypt and, and to, to sell certs were, were gouging the prices. You know, if, if you wanted your certificate signed, because you could always have a self-signed certificate where you're like, I am me, trust me, I promise. But that's not that's not really okay. That's like if you're on the phone with Bank of America and they're like, I am Bank of America. And you're like, are you really? And they're like, yes, trust me, but it's not really. Like, that's basically what that is. So this is some other guy going, yeah, I've got a list of people that are approved and uh, this guy says that he is who he says he is, so you're good. That's what the certificate signer does. And it, it just, it was awesome. So that's... That's a slight techie, techie way of going around this thing, but as well, it was great. So it led me to do something fun and technical that I could get really excited about, and that's that's good. Um, I need to get some segue sounds because I feel like me just like jumping from thing to thing is sporadic and crazy. But I want to share one thing this that happened this week, and that thing, ladies and gentlemen, is a Batman vs Superman trailer. Oh yeah, that thing. Or Batman and Superman did their thing. Okay, Stephanie's coming. Hold on, I gotta pause this thing. Okay, there we go. So she was going to uh, going out for a few minutes. They're having this, this bunch of the small group girls from church are coming over, and they're having a Christmas party. So she had to go grab some things. And I'm taking Sam over to Jacob and Ashley's party for a little bit. So that'll be fun. Uh, but anyway, Batman versus Superman. Let's talk about that because I'm excited. I'm really excited, and I wasn't excited. I'm kind of so this. I have tempered excitement. Let me put it that way. I am excited enough, but I'm not, like, bouncing off the walls. I'm not Star Wars excited. I'm not Captain America Civil War excited, which that looks freaking phenomenal, and I don't think Marvel can make mistakes anymore. Uh, but the Super Batman vs. Superman, I'm into it. I'm into it enough that I'm intrigued. I would like to go see it because I want to see Batman and Superman together. They threw in Wonder Woman. Which is a curveball. I'm I'm okay with that. I guess I don't. I, I'm I'm choosing not to judge anyone before I see what they can do, and that includes the guy who's already put a rift in the internet again, Lex Luthor. Can they do this character the way he deserves to be done? I I still don't know. I don't know. Jesse Eisenberg to me is the most capable actor they could probably pull in to be Lex Luthor. He's just so darn young and so. He's just you. You expect Lex Luthor to be like this seasoned political mastermind almost. I mean, this is a guy who in the comics became the president at one point because he he's basically the Donald Trump, you know, with a more sinister edge. Uh, he became he became president, and he hates Superman because he hates him as an alien. And I I'm intrigued to find out what's going on because he wants Batman to take on Superman. He wants that to happen. And there's a little clip 
that that you it doesn't really belong in the trailer. I don't feel like it's trailer appropriate because it's it's literally a, a thirty second clip of a scene from the movie, which usually trailers are just kind of mashups. I'm I'm used to Zack Snyder doing better trailers than this, so this this one didn't really pull me in like it. I, I wish it had, but it was good. Um, it kind of approaches Batman and uh and Superman as as Bruce Wayne and Clark Kent, and he's like, hey. You guys have met each other. This is awesome. And I think during that scene, he knows who both those guys are. He knows Batman, Bruce Wayne's Batman and Clark Kent's Superman. And he is trying to build some sort of rift between them. I think that's what's going on there. And I think he's acting all like, ha ha, I'm just the coolest guy ever. Because he's uh, he's actually way more sinister than that. Um, there's This is going to be a little bit of a spoiler, so skip ahead like a minute. If you if you want to, it's not a spoiler that hasn't shown in the trailer. Just I know some people were really upset about this particular thing in the trailer, and that is that the real bad guy, which we all knew there was going to be a real bad guy, it couldn't just be Batman, and Superman fighting each other, uh, is apparently Doomsday or something that resembles Doomsday, which I thought was kind of crazy because I mean we've all wanted a Doomsday fight, but we want Doomsday to kill Superman. That, I mean at the end of the day, that's what he does. That's what super, that's what that's what his job was. You know, he came in, he killed Superman. They punched each other to death. Um, but it looks like it looks like this this version of Doomsday is going to be coming after Batman, Wonder Woman, and Superman for whatever reason. And Lex engineered him from leftover pieces of Zod, um, which is really strange too. And and he has laser vision and stuff, which the Doomsday from the comics did not. And it led me to this thought of why can't anyone but Marvel figure out? That we want our characters to look like they look in the comic books. There's artists that design these characters that are fantastic artists who design the costumes, the look, the appearance of these things. And then when they make it to the movies, for whatever reason, they're like, we're not going to do anything that the artist did in the comic book. We want this to be our creation. And it looks stupid. Like the doomsday that's in this movie looks like Abomination from Incredible Hulk. Looks like a weird Ninja Turtle, which the Ninja Turtles look like Shrek, so that doesn't make sense. Um, he looks like one other, oh, like, he looks like the Orakai from Lord of the Rings. So, like, he's this mishmash of stuff where the, the, the one from the comic books, the Doomsday from the comics, actually looked a lot like a Doomsday from the comics. He doesn't look like anything else. He's got bones coming out of his skin and stuff, which they kind of did, but he really just looks like a lumpy mass you know, that is going to be powerful, evidently, but if Batman's going to hold his own, they gotta, I don't know, they got to make that believable, because you've got Wonder Woman and Superman, which are basically invulnerable people that have super strength, and then you got Batman standing there. Like, Batman is a dude, you know, he's not, he doesn't have superpowers, he's got a belt and a suit, and he's got a, he's got a little gun, it looks like, which I don't understand, because Batman doesn't shoot guns, unless it's like a pulse gun or something like that, because there's loopholes. Batman just can't shoot bullets, <laughs> but he can shoot other stuff. So I don't know. I don't know what I think. I'm I'm excited to see it. I'll put it that way. I'm excited to see it. I'm a little bit more excited about Captain America Civil War. And I have to say, in my, my later years, like when I was young, Superman was it. Like, I'm a big, and I'm still a big Superman fan. I love Superman so much. But I love me some Cap. I love Captain America. That guy is the Marvel hero that does the right thing no matter what. Even when the right thing, the right thing can be fuzzy, Captain America will do his best to do the right thing. With Superman, everything's always cut and dry. With Batman, or with uh, Captain America, things are, 
just because it's the law doesn't make it right. Captain America's more chaotic good, where Superman's more lawful good. And I'm, I'm okay with that. I love, I love that dynamic. I love Captain America being so, so into doing what is right. Like, I think Captain America would probably register libertarian <laughs> if, he was, if he was a real person. Because that's just what, that just fits what he stands for. Um, but it's, I'm super excited. So that's, that's movie news for me. Um, little tangent for a, for a minute, um, talking about gaming. You know, we were doing that a little earlier, but I'm going to go back to it because I've been playing Fallout 4 on the PS4. I am hooked. I'm in. I, there's, it, it's awesome. Like, it, and it's weird because it's basically the Elder Scrolls. If you ever played Skyrim or Morrowind or anything where you're just kind of wandering around in an open world talking to people trying to find quests, that's kind of what Fallout is, but they just they added guns and it's based off of uh, alternate future where a nuclear war occurs. Like, the same thing happens up to World War II. You get to World War II, everything's been the same, and then the bombs get dropped, and then instead of going the way we went and creating more weapons, they went a different way and started using fusion energy to power everything. And it seemed like, in this universe, the 1950s vibe uh, carried on all the way into the 2000s, all the way to, to like, now, to, like, present day. Um and further, like that's just that 1950s attitude. The uh, the the it's retro futuristic. Like they had fusion cars and all this stuff. It looked really awesome. Um, but then they, a, a war occurs, and then bombs get dropped all over the place. Nuclear war, and then you're you went into a vault and you come out, um, and then the world is all devastated. Like it just the bombs went off, and now there's crazy people everywhere. There's mutants everywhere. There's giant roaches and giant scorpions trying to kill you. And ammo is scarce, <laughs> which is the the coolest part. Like you're like, I gotta find some ammo. Uh, really fun, having a blast. The story is pretty rad so far. Uh, I I can't put it down. Um, I kind of wish that I had got it on the PC. I wish that I had I had thought about it for five seconds and picked it up there. But I like hanging out with Stephanie downstairs. Like one of the things we do is I'll sit and play a video game in the evening while she reads or does some work or whatever. And uh, and I wanted to do that, but I couldn't do that when I'm upstairs, you know, across the hallway from from Sam while he's sleeping. So I got it on PS4 so I could play downstairs. I kind of wish I just got it on PC because the load times, oh my goodness, the load times are long, and it's fun to play with a with a joystick and all, but my accuracy just sucks. So it would be awesome with a mouse and keyboard. But I think I got a solution for that. Um, hopefully for Christmas, I'm looking at getting a Steam Link, which is a little box that connects to your TV via HDMI and your network. And wherever you have Steam running, which is the video game uh, store, plus player, plus library, plus social network, it's pretty awesome. Um, wherever you have that running, Steam Link connects to it and can actually stream your games from your computer to your TV. So you can play it wherever you know wherever you want to. That's cool. So I can play PC games on my TV with a mouse and keyboard like I was playing upstairs. So like the, the, this world is crazy. Me and Landon were talking about that the other day. Like, you can play, you can do anything from anywhere. Like, your Xbox One can stream your games to your Windows machine if you want to play games upstairs on your desktop or wherever you want to play them. Your Xbox can be sitting anywhere on your network. And the PS4 is going to do the same thing. It's going to have an app that comes out for the Mac and the PC so that you can play PS4 games without being near your PS4. What? I mean, that's kind of awesome for, for kids. I think about kids who are really into to playing their games, but their parents are like, I want to watch TV. Well, now we have a solution. You can go play on your computer 
and we on you can play your console games on your computer so your parents can watch TV. They did the same thing with the Wii U. Like the Wii U has that little screen and you can continue to play any Wii U game you want on the little screen on the controller instead of playing it on the TV. Your dad's like, I want to watch football. You're like, okay, cool. I'll just play over here. Doesn't nobody gets in anybody's way anymore. The future is now, guys. Like the future is now. So that's that's where I am. I hope you've enjoyed hanging out with me for a little bit and just listen to me ramble. I really would love your feedback. If you have any, let me have it. Tell me what you think about the show. I mean, some of you guys who listen, I know you can text me. Other guys, I mean, email me, hnhshow at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. Um, so, Because I, I want to continue improving. I want to keep doing this show. I want to keep doing cool stuff. Uh, it's it's hard to get time to do it. I can only do it when Sam is sleeping, pretty much. So um, it's it's tough, but I, I want to keep it up. Uh, I like I like talking. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Um, if you uh, if you want to hang out, just let me know. Uh, I don't know why I said hang out. I got tired all of a sudden. <laughs> so uh, yeah, um, keep an eye out for twitch.tv slash H&H show because we might start doing some more stuff over there, including streaming some games and stuff. So that'll be fun. So hang out with us. Do that stuff. Y'all be cool, man. Just be excellent to everybody. And I will see you next time on The Steven Show.